You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or... You call me Carl, and here at True Way Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about your gaming-related topics. And now, on this episode, I'm going to be giving my thoughts on this past Wednesday. Uh, I do believe it's March 9th. Yeah, no? Anyway, March 9th, yes. Uh, PlayStation State of Play. Give my thoughts and my impressions on it. And, uh, yeah, let's begin. <laughs> so... Before going into this, like, Sony State of Play, right now that I own, like, a PS5, I always had a PS4, um, you know, I was very excited about it, it's been a while, and I can't wait to see what's coming this year for Sony, and then also, I was also under depression, or really hyped, it's my fault, obviously, rumors and stuff, speculation, always take with a grain of salt, um, but I, I do believe before the State of Play, I was sort of really hoping that they would announce the Sly Cooper game because it was it was um revealed that the trademark online or the online um the website for it has been renewed, so to speak. So people are like, oh man, that's it. It's definitely happening. They're gonna announce Sly Cooper and yeah, that that didn't happen. Praise the Lord. So <laughs> which is alright, you know, so it's my fault. So um I'm gonna you know obviously talk about or uh explain uh, the announcements and then at the end i will overall give my impressions and even what what i rate the state of play so the first game that was an i'm gonna go like an order here the first game that was announced is by capcom and uh oh yeah and, and another thing i feel like i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit is that sony they it's cool i, I like how sony this they set expectations be you know when they announced this on march 8th and they said all right we're gonna have a state of play tomorrow and then also we won't be talking about any playstation vr2 games we're not going to talk about any hardware and or um well actually they didn't say business plans so i was really hoping too that we was you know seeing them talk about more uh for them to talk about this project spartacus that's been heavily uh topic or you know or heavily trending there we go on Twitter and stuff, and I was hoping they would discuss that, um, but unfortunately, that was not discussed in the state of play. So they said, "Yeah, and we're also going to be just talking about um, sharing some games that's coming from our Japanese studios." You know, I was like, "All right, that's cool, that's awesome." And it was also, or rumored, or I should say, sort of behind the scenes, and I do believe even like uh, it was multiple sources saying that there was um, that there was supposed to be more. In this event, there was supposed to be more um, game sh- games shown off um, and developers, uh, but the last minute, due to what's happening in the world right now with uh, what's happening, you know, in Ukraine, a lot of developers pulled out of the state of play um, and also asked for more time and stuff. So uh, Sony decided just to focus on Japanese um, developers. So I was like, all right, cool, cool. So again. Starting with the first game, made by Capcom, is a game called Exo Primal. Now, when 
we saw, right, when they showed the trailer for this, and that, you know, Capcom, like, oh, okay, awesome, awesome. And then I saw a raptor, right? I saw, like, a pack of raptors. I'm like, oh, the first thing, and I'm not the only one, because it's funny, because you look at the internet, a lot of people thought this as well. <laughs> and this was hilarious for me, was I thought they were either going to show either a remake and or a sequel to Dino. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, was it Dino Crisis? Um yeah, Dino Crisis, right? Uh, for the PlayStation 1, the old classic game that is like Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. And, you know, with the redhead girl, I thought, man, we were getting a sequel to that. And I was just like, oh, snap. Like, is this it? You know? And, you know, it wasn't. It's, it's exoprimal. And my first thoughts overall was, I was like, man, it's cool. Because it's, it's like, I always wanted to see, like, you know, I go back to thinking about, like, and it looks like it's going to be a third-person shooter, but what we see a lot is, like, a lot of zombies games, right? Like, what I mean is, like, Call of Duty, for example, they have their zombies, and going back to 2013, Call of Duty Ghost, that's, you know, the first time the Call of Duty has, you know, um, made their mode for aliens. Uh, I think it's called Extinction, the mode is called um extinction and you know you fight alien to me i love that mode still play it today shout out to my boy uh peculiar bob you know if you listen to this um uh, but we still play that a call of duty ghost and it's the first and last time call of duty has tackled the alien mode that's it that was the first and last time and you know so i guess and not just in call of duty but also in other games in general we've seen People have, you know, like zombie games come out, even games where you shoot aliens. I think about Earthfall, that's another one, it's like Left 4 Dead, but with aliens instead of zombies. And it's very rare, in my opinion, it's rare that we get to see a game where you get to shoot up dinosaurs. Now, yes, last year, um, well, the game hasn't even been released. It's in preview, Second Extinction. Uh, it's a first-person shooter where you shoot up, uh, you want a planet, and you're trying to reclaim Earth again. I do believe you're on Earth. And you shoot up like hordes of dinosaurs, which is dope. And I love it. It was amazing. It's a, it's uh, it's awesome. Me, I'm waiting for the full game to come out. Right now, it's still in gamer previews, um, unfortunately. But I hope that, you know, they have a full vision together and, you know, release the game. And But other than that, other than Second Extinction, you know, we don't really see first-person shooters or third-person shooters where you get to shoot up mad dinosaurs. You know, raptors, T-Rexes, etc. So it's really cool that... Uh, and then also you have the Jurassic Park evolution where you just have a park full of dinosaurs. So in other words, seeing this and seeing those raptors... like, And it's not like, oh yeah, there's like one or two raptors on screen. No, it was like hundreds of raptors, you know? I'm like, what the heck? And I think it's in Tokyo, um, the setting. It sort of, sort of reminds me of Earth Defense Force. And then you get to... You know, you're like an exosuit, so to speak, which is cool. Now, I'm not talking about the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare um, exosuit or Elysium exoskeleton, you know, yeah, there's just a skeleton suit, kind of. It's like full-blown-out, like, body armor exosuit, you know? Now, I was going to mention a name. I know it's probably a bad name to drop, but the best example I could give is that the suits remind me of, off the bat, it reminds me of Anthem. So you get to use those suits. They have special abilities. I see one that straight up reminds me of Anthem. Straight up looked like a tank EXO. 
Um, and yeah, you're shooting up mad Raptors and stuff. So, uh, and I trust Capcom. I trust him. I know I said that once before with CG Pilot Red, and you know, look what happened. But Capcom, they make good games. And when I saw this off the bat, I was like, you know what? They got my attention. Especially last year when we got Resident Evil 8 Village. I love that. I beat in that game on all the difficulties, and I am on the process of 100% completing it in terms of achievements. But man, I've, oh, that game is so good. I love that game. So, Exo Primal, hands down. I'm excited. Can't wait to find out more information about it. And uh, I do believe it's a cooperative shooter. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm excited to play it with friends. If it, it looks cooperative, it has to be. So I'm excited to jump in that with friends. Give it a try. Hopefully, maybe even Game Pass Day 1 on Xbox. I would love to see that happen. Um, but I'm excited to see when that game finally releases. And it looks fun so far. It looks fun. It looks crazy. You know, I, I like that. So moving on to the second game. Now, this second game, I call this straight up. Right? I call this, to be honest, uh, Doctor Strange Simulator right here. And that's Ghostwire Tokyo. It gets a new trailer. Um, and it releases later this month. And, yeah, I won't be honest. I, I'm not, like, you know, I, I feel bad because, you know, like, you know, it's coming from Bethesda, right? You know, it's, I, I hope, I don't even know. Like, I don't care if this game does well, but at the same time, Microsoft, right? Xbox owns Bethesda now, and I want this game to sell so that they get money and Bethesda could keep on making games. But I'm going to be honest, I'm not, I'm not interested in this game at all. You basically become a wizard and with your hands you're like doing all these doctor strange stuff you know shooting ghosts and demons and all that stuff i'm like eh, you know i'll pass so i mean very excited for this game um yeah it's coming out march 25th and uh hope you enjoy it i'm so sorry i don't mean to sound like a jerk or anything like that but to me i'm like eh, i just you know whatever now the third game they uh, announced, or rather announcement associated with this game, because the game has already been announced, is um, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, they announced a demo was released that day. Um, so, March 9th. Now, the cool thing is, obviously, it was announced on PlayStation State of Play, but the demo is also available currently for the Xbox Series X and S. And I do believe Xbox One as well. Um, the game is coming out on March 15th, and yeah, it, you could you could try it out. And I, I played a little bit of it. I played about 30 minutes of it or so, yeah, close to an hour. And uh, I must say, I'm, I'm loving the combat. The combat feels amazing in this game. I, I, I love it a lot. I, love, I really like it. Like, literally, when you jump into the demo, you see a cutscene, whatever, you jump right into the action, and I'm just like, wow, this feels epic. And also, Team, I do believe Team Ninja is developing this game as well. Uh, the creators of Mahalik Ninja Gaiden and, and that are alive. And already I see, and I say this in a good way, because Ninja Gaiden to me will always be a unique action game. It was very bold. And, and granted, the creator of Ninja Gaiden or that, that did the original, uh, not the one for like the NES, but the Ninja Gaiden Sigma 1, 2, 3, or, or the, the Ninja Gaiden Black, Ninja Gaiden 2. Um, you know, that, the, the creator of that is not working in Team Ninja no more. He has his own studio. Uh, I think he's, he's getting back into developing games now, which is very cool. 
Uh, the industry needs this talent, man. But in other words, when playing this demo, my point is automatically I've felt the DNA of that. I felt like, man, like the way you swing in your sword and the action is, it feels very fluid, very responsive, especially playing the performance mode. Um, and yeah, my only complaint though with the demo, and again, I know there's gonna be some people out there wait because it's a demo, but the thing is, this game marches, this game launches on March fifteenth, and the graphics, in my opinion, and I made sure I downloaded the Series X version. I made sure. Matter of fact, I'm gonna check again, but I read, I positive, I have it installed. I installed the Series X version because it asked me if I want to install this internal, and you know it needs to be installed in my internal order to run the demo. Um, this game sort of needs like anti-aliasing in a way like it's very strange like so so there's there's a quality mode and then there's a performance mode the quality mode again compared to you know me playing here i do believe it's it doesn't even look like it's at a native 4k resolution i don't know what you know i don't have the tech to analyze that maybe 1440p you know looks uh sharper than 1080p uh but you know and but it's at 30 frames per second and then, yeah, and in the performance mode, you know, I played a little bit of that. I was still had fun or whatever. Uh, but I see a lot of, like, I don't know, like, jagged lines or something. It's, it's, it's really weird. When I switch to performance mode, I'm like, ah, oh, that looks so much better. And, but I notice, um, I don't know, like, it, it, this, it, I don't know, it's switching to quality mode because it needs anti-aliasing. I noticed some popping even, some graphical popping. And... I don't know, it's weird. Like, it, it, it is, it's for that to happen, and then when I switched to performance mode, the popping stopped, but it still looked like the same resolution, but at 60 frames. And honestly, I'm very confused. And, you know, I, I had, not too long ago, I had a conversation with somebody about this, about that, I don't know, game developers today, for some reason, they're not optimizing, they're not optimizing their games very well for current gen. And it's very annoying. One biggest example I could think of, unfortunately, and it saddens me to say this, is with Dying Light 2, uh, Stay Human. Um, they did not optimize that game well. The game looks gorgeous, even in the 60 frames per second mode, but you get either 60 frames per second, 1080p, um, 4K, 30 frames, or ray tracing, which is, I think, near 4K? Uh, or I think it's 1080p, but you get, you know, there's ray tracing. And... Digital Foundry has discovered with a GPU that's less capable than the Xbox Series S, you're able to run the game on PC at 14, uh, 1440p at 60 frames. So it's just like, okay, and, and people have shout out developers, like, you know, wait, why, why is this not optimized well? You know, why you didn't do this? And, you know, they made an excuse, oh, well, well, before the Giovanni came out with that thing, developers were like, oh yeah, well, you know, the Xbox Series S, they, you know, it held it back. Um, but they were caught in a lie. So it's, it's just really strange what's going on. And I feel like, again, a lot of companies are, this current time, they're not optimizing games well. Because at this point, I know, again, what's inside the Series X and the PS5. Literally, it should be a standard by now that we get 4K 60 frames or 
1440p 60 frames a flat standard hands down with the playstation 5 having 10 teraflops of gpu and then also the xbox uh series x you know 12 and i know there's more than that i know in terms of specs on the cpu side and the ram etc no but but again these are high-end pc consoles you know these, these are consoles but they're like high-end pcs of what's in them especially with the ssd and you know how should I say the overall look of Final Fantasy Origins? You know, Strangers, uh, Stranger of Paradise. The the details. It's a good looking game as a whole. It's just resolution wise, just again, it needs anti aliasing and at times even looked blurry. And I know it's a demo, but again, the release date for the game is March fifteenth. So to me, that's like a little. That's a bad sign. And I I truly feel. I've seen games that's more that's on the Series X that's more graphically demanding than this, and those games look better, and, and has a better resolution and frame rate compared to this. So I don't know. I I think, you know, again, there's people that they're looking forward to this. They could care less about how the game looks. They just want to play the game, and as long as it's 60 frames in there, sure, you know, all right, power to you. But me, I'm not saying that that's gonna stop me from getting the game. I mean, I can't get it day one. Um, unfortunately, but I do plan, God willing, in the future, definitely to get in this game and dive in at the demo. I, I really am, uh, interested in the story, especially, I love how the main character, he's always, I don't know, he's like a grouch, you know? <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, um, curi- I'm curious about the development of the story. It, it, it looks great so far. Um, I'm really in tune to it. And, um, yeah. So when the game officially comes out sometime later this year, I'll definitely get the whole game. Uh, but I don't know, man, they need to optimize it better and it just sucks. You know, it sucks. But anyway, enough about Final Fantasy. The demo's out right now. You can try it out, uh, before the release of March 15th. And what's cool is whatever progress you do, um, in this game, um, your data will transfer over to when you buy the full game. So that's really sweet as well. That's really awesome. All right, moving on. So the other game that they announced in the state of play was... Well, it was already announced, but they showed off a new trailer for Forspoken and the new release date. Originally, it was supposed to come out on May 25th. Now, with this trailer, and they now confirmed, or at first it was a rumor that it was uh, being delayed. Now, they officially confirmed that it is delayed for later this year. Um, or I think they, they came out and said that they're going to, they announced, I think, I'm not sure if it's like, before the state of play, I think it's after the state of play. They came out and said, you know, we delayed the game uh, because they want to focus on polishing the game um, for the next few months. And I'm like, hey, man, that's awesome. More developers need to do that and stop releasing games broken. So, you know, hats off to them. Uh, Forspoken, again, it looks really, it looks interesting. It really does look interesting. Uh, love the female protagonist. You know, she looks cool. Um, and you're fighting, you know, uh, how should I say? It's like open world. You fight dragons and stuff and have powers. Um, it's a little weird because the graphics look stunning. Interesting concept. Even some of the powers you have, you know, they, it looks cool. It looks cool. But I don't know. To me, it's it's just something about it. I don't know. It's not a day one purchase for me. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's not a day one purchase for me. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll keep my eye on it. I'll look up reviews and stuff like that. And maybe down the line, I'll get it. Um, but as of right now, I, I don't, I haven't like, oh man, I really want to play this or, or anything like that, you know? So October 11th, 
know, it's going to be awesome. Now, I think we're up to the fifth game. The fifth game that was shown off in the state of play, which is is awesome, is that they announced Gundam Evolution um, is going to come out for the West. So this game, unfortunately, at first it was announced just for PC, uh, but now it is going to um, release. It's confirmed that it's going to have a Western release and release on PlayStation 5. Um, and, and, shout out to my boy Mandalorian Blue. <laughs> It's Praise Money King going to release also on the Xbox Series X and S. And it's a 6v6 competitive online first-person shooter uh, featuring giant mechs. But the thing about this, too, is like the trailer looks dope. I love the music and everything. The trailer looks fun. Now, you're playing as giant mechs. And to me, it doesn't bother me. I know for some people it does. The way you control the mechs is like it's a first-person shooter. Like it, it looks like you're. It looks like you are. The best way I could describe it is like, you are a person, if in a power armor suit or something, in first person. Does that make sense? Like if it, it and and to me that I don't see that as a bad thing. Because to me, for example, I tried, uh, Mech Warrior Five. I do believe the game is called, and you get on Game Pass, and you know it, it, it controls a little too weird for me. In my opinion, it controls a little too weird. Um, and I tried to get into that game. So I, I really like how they made it simple. You're still playing in mechs. But if it has a first-person shooter feel to it like Serious Sam or something. Now, the trailer, though, this is a team-based shooter. So it's being heavily compared to Overwatch. You know, right? So me, I don't want to say that until the game actually releases. And again, I think I mentioned it also, too, in a previous podcast. I love to get, like... I want games to have their own identity, you know? So it's like, obviously there is studios that develop games and they, you know, take inspiration from other games, right? Like for example, Halo Infinite, you know, how you, there's it's open world and you take down enemy strongholds, you know, that was heavily inspired by Far Cry. Let's be honest, you know, um, but you know, Halo has its own feel to it, which, which I like. So with, this game, yeah, it, it sure looks fun. I know when you go into sniper mode, it reminds me of a, uh, of a oh man. What's that girl from Overwatch? Uh, Widow something. I think it's a uh, Widowmaker. I think Widowmaker. I don't know. That girl from Overwatch. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of a little bit. But overall, uh, I'm sure when I get my hands on this game, uh, which I'm excited. To me, this is like a day one buy for me. I, I definitely want to play this. Uh, but I love Gundam. Have not seen all the shows, sadly. Please, you know, don't don't hurt me up. Uh. Um, <laughs> uh, but this game looks fun, and I can't wait to play with a group of my friends again. Six v six. Um, I love team based shooters. Um, you know, Overwatch is not the only team based shooter in the world. Um, before that, we had Team Fortress Two, and Brink. <laughs> that was a bad example. Um, but you know, there's there's other team based shooters out there. So. Yeah, so to me, I can understand why people say it's Overwatch, uh, but it looks like it's just straight up going to be fun. And again, I guess we can't, I can't give that final verdict. Oh, it's like Overwatch until I get my hands on the game. So yeah, so it looks awesome. It's going to launch on PS4. My bad, yeah, there you go. PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC. So man, that's awesome. And no mention, at least to my knowledge, there's no mention of um, it being cross-platform. So, 
like cross play like you know like like xbox people could play with playstation 4 people like i don't know they should really do that because i think that will help with the fan base significantly and i would love to see that now moving on to the next game so the next game this was a big surprise this was a big surprise when this came on the screen i was like oh snap like like what like this was unexpected so i am you know the the teenage Mutant ninja turtles Shredder's Revenge is coming out. And it reminds me of the old classic arcade games. And when this trailer popped up, again, it reminds me of... Excuse me, it, it is. <laughs> um, it is the, the old arcade games for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Kaobunga Collection was announced. And I'm like, oh, snap, you know, and it's funny. Like I, I look at, I watch uh, like Spawn Wave and other people, how Konami has been for the past few years, they have done, and I don't say this in a commending way at all, but they have done an outstanding job of not giving fans what they want. You know, they have done a very... Oops, sorry, I think I hit the mic by accident. They have done a significant job of not giving fans what they want and just being them. So, and it's just like whatever they've come out, released, you know, has failed. And they really have a negative, how should I say, look upon fans. So, the state of play, when they show the trailer off of this, and, you know, it's not just, oh yeah, it's a remaster of one game or two games. This Kaobunga collection is going to feature 12 or I think 13 games, which is crazy. 13 games. I'm like, oh, snap, what? Like, who published this? Who made this? Wait, it's going to be Konami? What? They're actually giving what, what fans want? And on top of that, you can even look up an IGN. Um, IGN, there's a list of, uh, and other outlets, I'm sure, that Gamer Rant, um, they break down on... They break down of um, games in this collection that's going to have online play. So some are going to have online play, which I do believe uh, Manhattan Project, I think, or, or, uh, um, or uh, oh my goodness, I forgot the other game. Manhattan, uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles, uh, I'm not sure if it's Tournament Fighters, uh, but that, the Manhattan Project and the... Oh my goodness, I forgot. It's leaving me. I think the arcade game as well. And I think there's one more. You can look up the list in IGN. <laughs> you can look up the list. But in other words, there's going to be a few games in here that's actually going to feature online co-op. And some, I do believe, local. Um, so, which is like, what? Are you, that's awesome. That is awesome. And the best part for me, I was so pleased, praise God to hear this, is that it's also going to have a physical release. So, you get to, yes own these games these 12 games or 13 games they're going to be preserved physically on a blu-ray disc and on the nintendo switch a cartridge whatever and i am super super happy about the collection and honestly people have said this was the best announcement of a state of play and you know i i i i could agree i could i could agree um and which which is awesome and again it's coming to all consoles later this year I'm really amped about this. I can't wait to play with my buddies or people come over to the house or even my younger sister. I love playing, um, uh, you know, like beat em up games and, you know, just call, couch co-op games with my younger sister. And, uh, you know, come on, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's it's awesome. I can't wait because to me, I, I haven't, I never owned any of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games 
um, back on the Super Nintendo, you know, or NES. I've never did. So, but I always loved the games. I always played it. Uh, I think there was a um, a game pretty, I think that was brought back in um, Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, I know there was a few Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games that came out for the Nintendo GameCube. I haven't played those um, either. I forgot which one I played. Um, I think it was one on original Xbox I played. Uh, but, but in other words, the classics. You know, can't beat the classics. Can't wait to get my hands on that. It's going to be awesome. So look forward to that later this year. Now, the game that was announced after that, which is pretty interesting. I guess this is a, a new theme now because of Pacific Rim. Uh, but that is Kaiju Brawler um, Giga Bash or Giga Bash, I think it's called. I don't know if it's Giga or, or Giga Bash. You, know, you can correct me where you are. <laughs> it's coming to PS5 and PS4 this year. And so off the bat, hands down, I thought about two games when I saw this. Now, I know I sound a little hypocritical because I was just saying, you know, I used to give games their own identity. I know this, this game is going to have its own identity. But I guess the reason why these two games I'm about to mention that came to my mind is because we haven't had a monster brawler like this in a long time. And that is Godzilla Save the Monsters. And then another game that I play that I got digitally on the PS5 is um, War of the Monsters. And so I saw the trailer of this. I immediately thought about those two games. And you know what? I like that. I like it. And I hope this game is good. I hope it does well. Um, I mean, it's the gameplay footage showed off like a top-down view. Uh, but four players get to duke it out. And yeah, hopefully it's good. And uh, definitely interested. To me, I really, to be honest, uh, you know, it did look good. I'm like, oh, man, I hope it does well. It didn't like, oh, man, I got to play this day one, right? Uh, but I hope it comes to Game Pass. That's the kind of game that, I, you know, I hope it comes to Game Pass because that's also guarantees the game will do well if it's on Game Pass. You know, they struck a deal with Microsoft, you know, and yeah, I hope that comes to Game Pass. Praise God. So, yeah, that's another game. Now, the next announcement is an anime fighting game. And I can't front. I'm, I'm impressed. So I've never seen this anime. I've never seen the show. Even though I heard, like, it's highly recommended, this show. And that game is JoJo Bizarre Adventure Fighting Game coming this year. And off the bat, this game is going to feature over 50 different playable characters. And that is awesome. As a matter of fact, uh, I had a conversation with a couple of my friends because what I what impressed me off the bat was that, unfortunately, in recent years, Fighting games that came out, from, especially from Bionic Nako, Capcom, like Street Fighter V, um, Soul Calibur uh, VI, um, what other games? Yeah, and unfortunately, um, it saddens me to say this too, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. We've seen a lot of funny games that they, re- they come out unfinished. They come out unfinished. They, you know, they try to, it's like literally they they make the game, they cut up the game, right and to three parts and they sell you the first part of the game and then oh yeah watch out for the next season update where we're gonna include the second part of the game and we're gonna feature an arcade mode we're gonna feature uh you know we have a character pass you could buy for 20 bucks or 30 dollars a character pass and yeah and the game comes with out the box 18 characters or maybe 22 characters at most uh for example like Tekken 7 you know you play Tekken 6 has 
I think over 48 characters or something off the bat, no DLCs, off the bat, near 50. And then Tekken, you know, the sequel, Tekken 7, only comes with like 22 or 21 characters. And then, you know, they have like four character passes. Those are expensive because Bandai Namco's, you know, they're, they're them. Um, in, in other words, my point, because I could go on and on about this, is that it's rare to see a game day one. It's going to have 50 over, uh, over 50 playable characters. And that's awesome. And, and in the trailer, we saw some gameplay. It's funny here, like, I don't know why they go, it sounds funny. But yeah, when I saw this, I was like, man, you know, to the fans, this looks great. And I hope it sells well. And also, I hope it shows because obviously, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate best selling game, fighting game of all time. It actually won that record. And that has tons of characters, even before the final passes. It was like over 50 or something. And, you know, I, I think about, you know, I just miss those days where you get a game like Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. You get 50 characters. Well, Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate. That has like over 50 characters. Um, and it's just something that we don't see. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, like I mentioned, they had a character pass. And it's, I do believe it's... Actually, I'm not sure. I think it has less than 50. Um, and most of them are just Avenger characters, too. Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. But in other words, you know, they haven't spoke about what modes will be included. Like, if it's going to be an arcade mode, if it's going to be a tag team battle mode, if it's going to be, uh, you know, a lobby, um, eight-player lobby mode or something, or tournament mode, etc. Or official story mode. That would be nice. Like Mortal Kombat 11. Um, but overall, just hearing that it's going to be 50 characters in the game, to me, I'm like, wow, there's actual content in the game. I'm really impressed by that. So pleased to hear uh, see that because I hope this game sells well, right? I hope it sells millions and it will show other companies like, wow, okay, we could add more characters, more fighters into a fighting game and we could take, we could use JoJo's, um, um, Oh my gosh, this game, yeah, Jojo Bizarre Adventure Fighting Game, I, I forgot what it's called. It's called Jojo, um, Jojo's uh, All-Star Battle R. There you go. Jojo's uh, All-Star Battle R. We could take inspiration from that, and you know what? We can include more content in there, but we're going to have to do it like this, you know? Like, they could learn what the success is for this game. So, yeah, hope it does well. If you're a fan of it, you watch the anime shows, hope you enjoy it Um, whenever it comes out. All right, so moving on to the next game. Now, I'm super amped about this game because it was mentioned, I do believe, announced a, a couple of years ago, and this game still have not come out, but it's going to come out soon. And that game is uh, Track to Yoma. And it's it looks like the, the f- overall theme of the game, you know, it, it's a samurai game, but it reminds me of the old black and white movies, the old uh, black and white samurai movies, basically. And it looks gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. It looks like you're going to do a lot of, uh, you know, how should I say? Obviously, people are going to compare it to Ghost of Shima. I'm not going to do that because, it, to me, how should I say? It looks like it has like sort of like a side-scrolling feel to it. Um, but you get to fight multiple enemies around you. Um, I know that's a little weird way to explain it, but if you look at the trailer, hopefully you know what I'm talking about. And, um, I, you know, I'm really looking forward to this. Now, this is going to have... The developers are releasing this digital only, but special reserve games um, is, you know, they do limited publishing deals 
for indie developers, sort of like what Limited Run Games does. And they announced that they're going to have a limited physical copy release of uh, Traxioma. So I'm going to pre-order mine because this game, I love Samurai movies. Definitely the games. Ghost of Shima, I love it. I'm still playing through that. It's a long game. And this game, I'm like, oh man, I, I need to have it in my collection. So I'm truly amped about this. This is coming uh, in spring, this spring. So 2022 for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. It's a little weird that they haven't gave a release date yet because this has been, again, making years. But you know what? They need more time. They need more time. Whatever. So, and then they also showed off in a state of play Returnal Ascension, which is an update for Returnal for the PS5. Now, what's really cool is that they're adding campaign co-op. So, and they're also adding a horde mode, uh, a survival mode. Um... And the content will drop in March 22nd of this year. Now, that's really cool. I have not played that game yet. And I don't have a lot of friends that play on the PS5, or at least my main crew, so to speak. I play with on Xbox. Um, you know, they don't have PS5s. So if they did, I would definitely be like, oh, you know, like, oh, let's, let's get this. Or, you know, Tony, shout out to Tony. God bless you. You know, I'll be like, oh, Tony, how about you pick this up? And that's what we play this on the PS5, you know? And, and uh, but, but, but people that do have a PS5, and they, you know, have a friend to play with. I hope you enjoy this. You know, and it looks cool. And the game overall, though, I'm going to get it. It has not gone on sale yet for me. Um, at least by the time, you know, when I got the PS5, this game still has not been on sale. It's still 70 bucks. Um, so I'm going to wait. Um, me, I just don't buy games full price really anymore. Um, unless it's a game that I really, really, really want. Um, like, like Dying Light 2. I mean, I had store credit, praise God, but, you know, I, I bought that day one, only found out that it was glitches. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, in other words, whenever I do get this game, I'm like, man, I, you know, hopefully, I have friends that have this game on a PS5, or to get a PS5, whatever, I go, man, do you want to play co-op? And that's just an awesome option to have, and it's really cool. A game that was single-player only, through an update, they're making it a cooperative campaign. That's awesome. Wish more games than that, to be honest. Now, we're down to the final two games. And Square Enix announced two of these games. They announced a new strategy, RPG called, RPG, excuse me, um, called, now I'm not sure if it's called Dino Field or Dino Field. I think it's Dino Field. Um, Chronicle. And that is, that comes out for the PS4 and uh, PlayStation 5, which is cool. And it's a 3D take on a strategy game. And, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Um, it also launched, by the way, on the Switch, um, which I, I didn't even know that. It was before I recorded <laughs> um, that, you know, I, I found that out. So I thought that was cool. And it's coming out for the Series X, S, and Xbox One and PC. And to be honest, when I saw the state of play, I'm like, man, like, because they show the CGI cutscene was gorgeous. Reminds me of something like Final Fantasy X or Final Fantasy, uh, I think it was Tactics. Um, you know, it looks gorgeous. You know, it looks gorgeous. Like, I thought it was going to be like a Final Fantasy uh, 7 remake style, right? The, the CGI was beautiful. But then they went to the gameplay. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Um, I guess I'll move on. Because to be honest, I don't, I don't really like strategy games. I, I don't. Uh, now... I, I really don't, but I do like Halo Wars 2. I do like Halo Wars 1. Those are really the only strategy games I've really played. Um, I mean, I have, I recently 
um, was gifted XCOM, and I want to dive into that, you know, because I know that plays like a strategy game, not a traditional, uh, but unique way. So, you know, I, I guess I'm starting to develop a liking for strategy games. But in other words, when I saw this, I was like, you know, I was like, oh man, because how the trailer was, the CGI, I thought it was going to be like Final Fantasy Origins, right? And then they went to the gameplay. I was just like, ah, oh, it's a strategy game. All right, well, moving on. So, but if you're in that kind of thing, Praise God, this game is coming out, I don't even know the year, I mean, I think this year, yeah, later this year, yeah, later this year, and I hope you enjoy it. And the last game that Square Enix is coming out with, I mean, they've been releasing a lot of, like, fantasy games, of course, Final Fantasy, but other fantasy projects, is crazy. Um, the last game they showed off for the state of play was Valkyrie Elysium. It was revealed for a PS4, a PS5, um... And it's coming out later this year. Um, it's a new entry to the Valkyrie um, series. And to be honest, I never really played the series. Um, I, I think I think there might have been a PlayStation 2 game back in the days uh, for this game. Uh, but I'm not sure. To be honest, yeah, I'm not sure. But either way, it looks it looks gorgeous. And that game, I was like, okay, you know, you're playing as a 3D action game. Um and to me, I was like, you know what? This looks very, very interesting. Um, I, I definitely will. Let's keep my eye on it. Look up reviews. And um, even if they have a demo, even if they have they release a demo, sort of like what they did with Final Fantasy Origins, I'll definitely download it and try it out. I definitely want to play it. I'm very curious. The action looks very good, fast-paced. And um, I'm very curious about the story, especially the characters. It look crazy. Um, like crazy awesome with the shiny armor and all that stuff. And, you know, so, yeah, definitely excited. So those are all the games that was announced and or um, they sort of revealed release dates for games that they already announced. And I, I wouldn't, how should I say, it's, I feel like overall it was a good state of play. It was good. You know, there wasn't a lot of games that I'm particularly excited for. and. You know, that's all right. And, and if I were to, you know, uh, 1 through 10, I would rate the state of play. Um, or let me make the scale a little smaller. If I had to give it a 1 through 5, right, I would give this state of play a 3.5. No, 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 I'll give it a 4. Yeah, a 4. A 4 out of 5. It was... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. Final rating, without overcomplicating it, I give this show a 3.8 out of 5. A 3.8 out of 5. I wasn't seeing this. I, I'm glad. I'm glad we got something instead of nothing. And again, there was a few announcements like Exo Primal off the bat, uh, Valkyrie Chronicles, uh, Track to, Yo to Yomi. Team Me was my favorite game announced. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Kyle Bunga collection, hands down. Oh, like it, you know, this was a good state of play. It wasn't bad. Um, it's just I guess, and I you know I can't really also discredit the state of play because of that. But you know, I went in with the rumors in mind. But again, there were just rumors. I should have not hyped myself up, you know. But with again, with that said, even though those rumors did not manifest in the show, 
this was a good state of play, and there was generally games, especially, uh, like I mentioned, Chak, Tioma, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like, oh, man, you know, it, it was good. It was a good state of play. Um, I definitely like it. I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait. Sony, they have to release another one. I mean, I hope, like, within a month. You know, especially um, if those, the insider uh, rumors were accurate, where there, there is, again, a lot of developers, they pulled out. Um, or the X for extended time. Um, I hope we just see, you know, I hope it doesn't be like, how should I say? I hope we get another state of play sooner than June. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's sooner than June. Um, I hope we get one either next month or maybe May. Uh, but either way, I hope we get another one soon. Uh, but this was a good one and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, yeah, and it's also really cool to see, again, it's still really difficult. There's been drops that have been happening, PS5 drops, especially GameStop. They recently had one. It's crazy. They had they released uh, bundle ones, uh, bundle PS5s, PS5 bundles, oh my goodness, um, for like $650, and it came with an extra, like, external hard drive. So, you know, those sold out quick, and those were good bundles. People are genuinely uh, happy with it, and I hope, uh, praise God, yeah, that, you know, if you're listening, you don't have one. I pray that you will get one real soon. I pray you get a PS5 real soon. I know as the year goes on, I mean, I know with this crazy stuff happening right now in the world, um, but it is expected by the end of this year to early, like the first month of 2023, that the shortages for the chips and stuff, all that, like demand would be met, even with the PS5. So if you weren't able to snag one and uh, whatever drops are happening this month or even next, you know, I pray you get your hands on one. And remember, the later you wait, the more games will be out. And um, yeah, but it's cool, too, that looking at state of play there, there was games that were targeted for both audiences, as in the PS4 and the PS5. So it's really cool that Sony, you know, they, they are supporting the PS5, especially with the current times. And yeah. So, all right, so, yeah, guys. So, so that that's my thoughts on the Sony State of Play. I thoroughly, uh, enjoy, I thoroughly, excuse me, enjoyed it. Oh my goodness, all these tongue twisters. Um, uh, what do you think? Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? Did you, you know, what rating do you give it? One out of five. Uh, please leave in the comments below, um, or wherever platform you're, you're, you're tuning into this podcast on. Um, if you have a question and or a topic you want me to address or question answer here on the show you can send an email at twgpquestions at gmail.com make sure you write subject in the subject bar i'll be a topic or question in the subject bar and also please make sure you leave your name so i could probably address you here on the show and god willing hopefully your question and our topic will be featured on the next episode um also if you don't want to send an email that's okay you can follow me on twitter and you can even send me questions there on twitter um at chuay gaming i'm also on instagram as well haven't posted anything on that. It's been a week and I said I will. Um, you know, you, uh, you can follow me on TWGP. Um, no, not, excuse me. <laughs> Say my email again. So sorry, guys. Uh, my Instagram is Trueway Gaming Podcast. Um, also, you can follow me on YouTube. I do post these latest, uh, latest episodes on YouTube. Uh, Trueway Gaming Podcast. Um, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, and please also wherever you're listening to, you know, again, you could tell your friends and family, um, about True Way Gaming 
And if they want an interactive experience where, you know, again, they could ask questions or if there's any topics that they want to be addressed here on the show, you know, tell them about your way gaming and tell them that, I'm, you know, again, I'm on Spotify, I'm on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the major platforms, Amazon uh, Podcast, and, you know, tell your friends and family. And again, I really appreciate the support. Thank you. I love you guys. God bless you. Um, Jesus loves you, most importantly. My name is One Way Soldier, and it's the end of my transmission. You.